What's going on, everybody? My name is Ricky Sompon Pakdi, and this is my co-host, Jalen Dominguez. And welcome to our brand new series, Top Rank Unboxed. So essentially, this podcast, we're going to be sitting down with some of your favorite fighters from all over the world and getting to know them like never before. And the great thing is, we're going to be streaming right from the Top Rank headquarters in Las Vegas, Nevada. Today, we just wanted to go in depth and kind of give our background, why we've been involved in boxing and why we're so passionate about it. I'd like to start with you, Jay. I remember the first fight that I was consciously aware of was Delahoya and, and Mayweather. Mm. And I was like seven or eight. I don't even remember how old I was. But that left such a big impression on me just because everybody in my family hated Floyd with like all of their heart. And when he walked out in that Mexican gear, yeah. oh my God, my the dad disrespect. was so, he was so mad. He was so pissed. And I just remember feeling passion like for the yeah. first time like really feeling passionate about someone I didn't even know you yeah. know and I was like oh my god I hate Floyd like I want him to lose but after that fight I actually became a Floyd fan like I just thought it was kind of crazy that he he was okay with being so hated you know because he was getting booze from everyone yeah, yeah and he was okay with it and then he won and I was like you know what I fuck with Floyd it, listen <laughs> I saw it I watched that fight and I you know was so into it because of the 24 sevens that they were doing yeah um, and I was really, really happy and how pissed off he was making the whole Mexican community. And, and he didn't even wear the sombrero right. I know. That's what they said on the, on the broadcast. That's why yeah, my yeah. parents were so pissed about it. It was so disrespectful at the time. <laughs> I mean, it still is, but yeah. like, it, not a big deal anymore. But yeah, that's how that started for me. Yeah. That's how boxing started. Yeah. yeah. What about you, though? When was I mean, the first time you were like, man, boxing is something special? It's very similar to yours. Like, it it's a big part of your childhood with your family and stuff like that. It was like that with mine. Uh, my mom was a diehard boxing fan and she's always been a fighter at heart. She always got into street fights so she could appreciate the sport a lot. And she came to the States when, you know, Sugar Ray and Marvin Hagler and everybody was in their prime when the four Kings were still running around. The one that I vividly remember the most with her was uh, Delahoya Vargas because she was a diehard Vargas fan. And she ended up not eating for a week after Vargas got knocked Damn. out. She hated Oscar with a passion. Damn. She didn't like the whole golden boy, pretty boy look thing. And she was just like, I hope Vargas knocks his head off. And she was so convinced that it was going to happen. And, it was, and Vargas was showing some fight early on. He almost knocked Oscar out the ropes. But yeah, she wasn't, she didn't eat for a couple weeks. Did, she that was sad. Make, did that make you hate Delahoya too? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. And I, I was, uh, I was really like, I was like, man, mom, you're taking this here. She cried like God. that night. Like she was so <laughs> passionate about it. And I was like, why are you crying? She's like, I didn't want him to win, Rick. I didn't want him to win. But what about your experience in boxing? Because you have some experience. I have some experience. You know, I, I built a decent, decent amateur career. Was only good on a state level. I could mm -hmm. never beat guys uh, getting out of my region. Mm -hmm. Dudes were just really talented. Yeah. Um, so I boxed up until I was about uh, 13, 14. Um, and I stopped for a couple years to mm -hmm. play high school football and got back into it in college and boxed in the South Florida circuit for a little bit as a college student. Mm -hmm. And down there, I trained with guys uh, like Charles Mooney, um, Olympic silver medalist in 76, uh, Jamil McCline, former heavyweight title challenger, Matt Korobov, middleweight contender. Damn. Yeah, so there was a crazy. lot of a lot of good guys down there in South Florida. Um, wow. And we, we had a really good time training down there. But I just knew I wasn't going to be a pro, mm. and I just wanted to focus on school. 
but I always told myself, if I'm not going to be a pro, I want to be in the business. And, you know, yeah, what you put in the hard work and here we are now. Yeah. Top rank. No, yeah. I mean, I, I don't have any amateur experience at all. So my experience isn't parallel to yours. But, um, yeah, it didn't take much for me when I started training because I didn't start training until college. Mm-hmm. And when I did start training, I fell in love with it. I yeah. was like, oh, my God. It's a hell of a workout. This is so great. And then I, I felt like I picked it up really well too and like really quickly and that's what everyone around me was saying so i was like oh my god yeah am i good like, holy <laughs> shit all right and then it was gassing I, you up it was gassing me up and i took it seriously for like almost a year i was training twice a day and this was when i was in college so i was also kind of neglecting my studies mm-hmm. because i felt i fell so in love with boxing yeah you know and then all my friends were like people in boxing so i was just constantly around it and and then once I started sparring and I, I had that experience, I was like, oh, shit, okay, mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all right. So, I, don't, I don't need to do that. So how was, <laughs> So talk about your first sparring experience. Oh, my how God. How was that for you? Um, it was not great because my dad literally was – he was there. He went to – obviously, he went to my opponent, and behind my back was like, can you just hit her as hard as you can so that she gets discouraged and never wants to spar again? He was trying really hard. To, yeah, to keep he did that behind it. my back, and then, um, and then that happened, and she hit me with a, a right hand that was. She was also like three weight classes above me, uh, so it was a heavy right hand, mm-hmm. and I was I was so tiny. I was like 105 at that time, and yeah, it was. So she was like it, what above 50? Yes, oh. and it was very. Um, eye-opening, if you will, because <laughs> I was out on my feet. Yeah. I was out on my feet. I did not fall down, but I did see black and for like a split second. And then afterwards, it, it was fine. After I was like, okay, you know what? It was my first sparring session. It is what it is. I'm going to do it again. I did it again for a couple of months. But it was it was really after that first one where I was like, nah. Like, it's okay. Yeah. I'm okay if I don't ever have to do that again. You know, like, I'm, yeah. I don't need a box. Um, and yeah, and I, I just, I sat my ass down after. So, how did you, you know, find your way, you know, working in the business if you weren't going to be you know, competing? Um, so, when I was still training, um, it, it was clear to me that just like you, I wanted to be in the business. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if I'm not going to pursue this in that way, I, I still want to be involved. Yeah. And so I started working for a, a very small boxing publication company, primarily online, and I was writing articles for them. So I was getting to go to the fights as press. I was interviewing the fighters and all that type of stuff. And, and I enjoyed being in that element. Um, and I loved the writing aspect of it too, because I love writing. So... That was great experience, you know, and that that definitely taught me a lot about the business, about the sport, and I was learning every day because I was writing every day, you know. Yeah. Um. So my knowledge base just kind of grew, and then I was also working at a boxing gym, so that was the best education ever mm-hmm. because after my shift, I worked in the mornings. Um, we would have sparring every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I would always stay for hours on those days just because it all I in. wanted to watch the sparring. Yeah. All Sometimes we would get like champs, you know, world Which champs gym? coming in. This is Brickhouse Boxing Club. Brickhouse. Yeah. So um, I was so eager to just soak up all that knowledge and like see everybody train and see them spar. So that was invaluable experience. And I'm 
very grateful for that time. And then that's what led me ultimately here to top rank. And I couldn't be more happy and also weirded out by how life can be so kind sometimes yeah. because growing up seeing top rank on my tv and now i'm working for top rank is kind of it's insane. surreal it's a little absurd but it, in the best way possible it, it's wild for yeah. sure and like to see top rank to see bob arum yeah like you know you think of manny pacquiao floyd Mayweather. that was our childhood growing up mm -hmm. all those yep. big fights bob top rank promoted so you know i i did a couple uh you know a couple jobs in in media and i always thought oh man i really want to be in boxing media and it was so hard because it's not like the NFL or the NBA where those there's so many openings for that, right? It's such a niche sport. And I got kind of discouraged. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get in. I don't know if I'm getting in. But same thing like you. Like I did a lot of freelance work in college. I would say I'm, I'm writing for my school. And I, I did a couple top rank shows. I did uh, Crawford uh, against uh, Diaz in New York. Um, I did Triple G. Uh, Danny Jacobs. I think that was my first one. Um, that wasn't a top rank show. And I did a couple small matchroom shows and a couple small PBC shows and, and Hialeah. Just as of like a photographer, a writer, you just really wanted to brush my skills and also network too, you know, yeah. like rub shoulders with people. And, you know, I didn't end up getting a job immediately. And that was around like 2017, 2018. Um, so I just did, you know, a couple of uh, internships at NBC and I ultimately found my way to ESPN, which was close to the crib uh, over in Connecticut, about 20 minutes where I was living at. At that time, I'm like, oh, man, this is the dream job. Like, it's ESPN. And I was very close to securing the ESPN social job, this close. Mm -hmm. But I just didn't have as much experience as uh, my friend there, Kel Dansby. Love you, Kel. <laughs> uh, it was down to me and him, and I understood why they went with it. I was fresh out of college. I didn't, I didn't have that experience yet. But thankfully, I was still able to get a get a position in digital video and also rub shoulders with the boxing beat people on the combat sports editorial team. And, uh, you know, shout out to my guy, Andrew Feldman. He he gave me a shot to write for them. And uh, and I was able to write a, a nice story on Kay Karoma, who's, you know, a big time trainer for a lot of our young guys out there. Shakur, Troy Isley, uh, Bruce Shushu Carrington and. I was able to write a couple more stories for ESPN Boxing and get a couple bylines for them. And I ultimately expanded my work and started doing some freelance for like New York fights and stuff like that. So it was really exciting to actually like see my name on a boxing piece, especially for ESPN. It was a dream come yeah, true. That's amazing. Um, and I ended up taking that with me and holding it near and dear to my, dear to my heart. And I was also the one cutting all the highlights for top rank fights for ESPN for the app and for, for digital platforms. So it was, I was really passionate about it. Um, and finally, you know, time went on and I saw Tom Break had an opening on the social team and I was like, that's my job. I'm going Aww. right after it. I said, that's my fucking Look at job. You I manifested the Look shit out you. of that. I did. <laughs> I saw that, I was like, I told my I mom, feel like I manifested it too. Yeah, you see. Manifestation yeah. is real, it's very real. And That's awesome. Now we're here. I've been here since uh, September of 2021, and we're rocking and rolling now. Oh, look at us. Look at us now. <laughs> Big time. So that's a wrap from Jalen and I. We just wanted to take the time to explain our backgrounds in boxing. So next up will be our first ever guest on Top Rank Unboxed. Wherever you're listening, make sure you like and subscribe. We'll see you guys soon.